Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Lo and Zo Show. I, Lo, I'm doing a quick uh, just intro for you guys because this episode is a replay of a training that Zoe and I just did inside of our free seven-day mini mind, the Divine Magnetism mini mind. And we've actually decided to share these replays on our podcast. Um, and we highly recommend actually being a part of the mini mind. It's 100% free. It's going on for seven days free coaching, free, you know, community connection, just all the really potent goodness <laughs> is inside of our Telegram group chat. Um, and uh, these trainings are just a part of what it is that we are doing together inside the the mini mind. So we encourage you guys to join. I will put that down below for you if you'd like. We kicked off today with day one, but there is seven days of this mini mind and uh, we're just really, really excited about it. So this is day one. We are talking about why a state of openness trumps a state of belief when it comes to creating beautiful, abundant outcomes in your life. And we're speaking about this from both a space of intended outcomes and also outcomes that are more than what you could have known to even ask for and why and how we want to create a space of openness, of ultimate next level allowing, rather than trying to get ourselves into this state of belief, which for most of us is very resistance ridden. So we're really diving into just busting a lot of manifestation myths for you guys and also just giving you access to this space of presence of just joyful everyday day-to-day life and why that's actually the most potent place you could be in terms of harnessing your creative power to receive with ease. So without further ado, here is day one of the Divine Magnetism Mini Mine Trainings. Hey, Lo. Hi, Zo. Hello, everyone. Happy Mini Mind Day. <laughs> I am so excited. I have absolutely been loving everyone introducing themselves in the chat. Thank you guys for joining us. It's just so incredible to connect with you all over the world. It makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically how this is going to work, we have seven different days of trainings for you guys. I think they'll probably all be within... I would imagine 30 to 60 minutes, probably, um, depending on the topic that we're covering. And today we wanted to really just powerfully introduce what it is that we're talking about here. And really the way that I, I put it in the email this morning was why a state of openness trumps a state of belief. And that's what we're going to be talking about this whole week. We're going to be having you access this, what we are obviously calling divine magnetism, that actually I want to hear from you, Zoe, what does, because you actually came up with that term, divine magnetism, what does that mean for you? For me, it means, um, like what's coming to me right now to share is basically like getting out of my own way. Um, and in that, like getting the, I mean, like getting the human out of the way. So the ego, the, the part of our mind that loves to control, that loves to construct beliefs, that is very much attached to doing and efforting in order to receive. And moving that out of the way, right, in a way, kind of using the word surrender, we're definitely going to be diving into the topic of surrender more deeply this week as well, but just really getting that out so that there is only this space of openness to receive, openness to the divine, openness to life, essentially trusting that whatever flows to you is what's meant for you. And what I found is as soon as I get the, the ego part, like I said, that human part out of the mind, that's like so 
adamant on control and efforting and constructs and, and belief systems, it's like this whole new level of presence and trust and inner knowing that of course everything that my heart desires will come to me. And the faster, like the faster I get out of my own way, essentially those things just come in and I don't actually need to control. And in that space of divine magnetism of outrageous openness, right? Of, of this openness to receive is when personally, and I know Lo, you as well have had these experiences where it's better than I could ever imagine. It's actually yeah. better than I could ever have created or constructed in my mind, or let's say planted in the quantum field and, and scripted about like, it was always meant to be better than I could ever imagine. But all I had to do was get out of my own way in order to receive it. Yes, that was beautifully put. And um, this is the work that we're going to be doing because there's there are real reasons as to why we can find it very difficult to, you know, release and receive or just let go all that messaging that you hear. And if you're someone who has tried and maybe you have a day where you feel really in flow and it feels so good and you're in this state of receiving, but then it's not something that you can hold on to or maintain. We're going to talk about why that is bring to awareness this week what it is that we actually need to look at and release and become aware of so that we are getting that human out of the way. We're going to talk about all the different ways in which our human comes in. And a lot of this is very science-based, very uh, biological. For me, a state of design, divine magnetism is everything that Zoe said. It's like this next level state of allowing where I am both allowing for the desires that I have set intentions for to unfold. And I'm not getting overly consumed by the how, and I'm just trusting what wants to come, even if it doesn't look like it's leading me to what I want. Um, but I'm also opening myself up to more than what I asked for. And for me in the areas of my life where, or, or even like the pieces of my business, let's say, where I have really practiced this and really done the work around this, they are hands down the most abundant spaces in my life and, and areas of my life. And there is no trying. I'm not trying to create, you know, beautiful relationships of which I have like so, so many. It's such an area of abundance for me. There's zero trying. There's zero even intention, actually. There's just open space. There's just allowing um, in, you know, areas of my business where I'm really allowing myself to just be the channel rather than be Lauren doing her coach thing, doing her business owner thing. If I can just be the channel for other people, that's where my clients get the absolute biggest transformations. That's where I draw in the most aligned clients ever. And it's this state of effortlessness. And for me, it's the distinction between taking away from this is a state I've been calling it a state of nothingness like a state of just we're not judging we're really present we're not living so much in the future or you know being shameful of the past or whatever it is um, rather than becoming or rather than adding to because so much of the manifestation world is centered around this idea of adding on to, right? Like developing more of creating different belief structures or different belief systems, um, different ways of being. It's like all this adding, adding, adding. We actually just really want you to take away because when we do that work, what's left, as Zoe was saying, is just this space that then effortlessly allows in for joy, for presence, for this magnetism that you didn't have to build. It was just what was left in the absence of everything else that is not it, right? So to me, it's like 
I don't need to become, I don't need to add on to, I don't need to develop, like change every last single belief. And in fact, there's like the areas in my life where I've created consistent manifestations or quantum leaps, even they are not the areas where I had the most belief Uh, for me. Anytime I've tried to insist on something, it turns into so much resistance that I end up completely blocking what it is that I want. The areas where I've created really beautiful intentional outcomes and even more than what I was intending for are simply the areas where I've learned to be open. That's it. (laughs) Yes. And if I can add anything onto that in, in this space of openness, like if we think about it, it's, it's this space of presence it's the space of like Lo had said not adding anything on because you are divine in nature right you are we're going to get slightly esoteric for a moment an immortal spiritual being having a temporary human experience your worth is by birth you are true abundance in nature and it's the beliefs the constructs and control all of that stuff in the way that actually inhibits the natural flow of abundance and your desires to come to you And there's this quote that I recently came across, I believe it's by Sigmund Freud, and it said, like, knowledge will be the source of our neuroses, essentially, like, because human beings, a lot of us, especially in this self-improvement world, I can say this for myself, there were many years where I was like, I need to read this book, I need to take this course, I need to do that, that, that. I consistently found myself in this strive or obsession to do, to fix, to find, like, the next piece of the puzzle when really like all of it actually happens in the now happens in the present moment so it's it's less doing it's less out there like adding things into your life or feeling like you need to be a certain way right because all of that's just constructs and ideas of the ego and simply just being right being present with your life and starting to integrate more presence and more trusting of that space of openness and allowance. Like Lo has used this term before that I absolutely love. It's just like supreme allowing, right? It's just being present in the here and the now, trusting and knowing that you actually don't need anything. You were born with everything that you could ever possibly need. Um, It reminds me of a Bleedy teaching that is um, from, from Africa. And it says, at the time that we were born, nature provides us with everything that we could ever possibly need. So sometimes it really helps me when I'm struggling to find presence is really thinking about that teaching that from the moment that we are born, nature gives us everything that we could ever possibly need. So around, we've got water, we've got food, we've got shelter, like not saying like we're out there all living in the jungle eating mangoes or anything like that. But like, actually, if we break it down, it's quite simple that we've actually been provided and giving given everything that we could ever possibly need upon birth. And it's the ego is the one that has decided that it needs to look a certain way in order to receive that there's got to be rules and constructs in place or else I'm not worthy of having that of which I desire. And a lot of that has been running unconsciously, like subconsciously on autopilot as low addressed as well. Like there are reasons in which we're going to dive into um, the science behind this that like keep us from the present moment, but really want to open up each of you to this idea that like, there's nothing you have to do in order to receive. There's, there's no place different. You have to be in fact, like it's all right here right now. And we just want to eliminate and release the patterns, the conditions, the constructs in the way from you receiving much more effortlessly and easily in your life. 
Yes, absolutely. Beautifully said, as always, though. And uh, we have people asking, you know, how do I get out of my way? Well, that's exactly what we are here for. The next six days, we're going to be tackling a different topic, a different area of focus um, that is causing you unknowingly, usually, usually it's, it's these things are very subconscious, very programmed in that actually make it impossible for us to just get out of our own way to just release. This is work that integrative work, deep work that from in my experience, it's, it's a large part of it is just the awareness. We don't even know the ways in which we are clinging or the, or the reasons behind why we cling to or try and make things happen. And this is the journey that Zoe and I have both been on over the last couple of years um, that we I mean, in our sort of darkest moments of what we, I've been sort of referring to as like our, our mass undoing. Um, you've been talking about it as like, a, I can't remember how you said it. So like a stripping of, how did you, or a gutting, <laughs> a oh, gutting yeah. of a gutting. <laughs> everything that we thought we were, everything that we, you know, these false identities and ideas and beliefs about ourselves that were really keeping us stuck and they were meant to be released. They were meant to be undone, but because we didn't have the awareness and this looked differently within both of our lives, because we didn't have the awareness of, you know, the fact that we were being undone, the fact that we were being stripped down to essentially nothing so that we could become and receive everything largely, at least in my case, I fought it. I fought it like crazy. I fought the unfolding of things that was really happening in my favor that was teaching me, greater lessons that than I'd ever learned in my, you know, however many years before that point, uh, that now is having me just access this space of just, I mean, allowing, it's just effortless abundance. And of course, there's always areas where I'm further integrating, but it's no longer a conversation with myself about where do I need to believe different? What different and energy should I be in right now? There's no manipulation or control. There's just okay, what do I need to let go of? What, what is there here for me to undo today? And we're going to walk you guys through that process. And I think it's important just to touch on a couple of really key manifestation myths. And this is something that Zoe and I always do within our free trainings that I think has really helped us to, you know, spread just a more conscious approach to creating your life. And this training is going to be, of course, about you creating whatever it is that you want. But for me personally, what I'm more interested in is for every person in here that's listening to access a state of just pure presence and joy right now, because we want the things that we want so that we can be happy on the other side of having them. But what if you could what if you could create a space of just true heaven on earth, true presence, really living and loving the now and having that be the thing that led to effortless receiving of all the things that you want and more, right? So, you know, there's just a little bit of a different intention. This, this workshop is to help you receive everything that you desire. And what we're more invested in is you guys just really living very happy and abundant lives now, which is going to be your access to that state of allowing. And for me, this is just a simple state. Like this isn't, I feel the most lit up when I'm just really loving today, which doesn't mean today has to look a specific way. It means today I'm not fixated on the future. I'm not living in my head. I'm not, you know, trying to manipulate energy so that I can create something. I'm not worrying about the past or carrying things with me into the present or into the future. I'm just being this state of being. And I would love to just in helping you guys connect this state with 
effortless abundance. I'd love to have you look at an area of your life where you really don't overthink. You really don't, you don't try and cultivate beliefs. You don't really try and do anything. It just is the way that it is. And it's effortless and, you know, beautifully abundant. It could be friendships. It could be a particular relationship. It could be your relationship with your significant other. It could be business or money or your career or your job or your home or your family. Um, look for an area. I know a lot of people like Zoe, you know, you have a very a very devotional commitment to your body that's just this sort of effortless ease. Um, so it could be health for you, but look to an area that comes quite naturally to you and you don't really spend a whole lot of time even needing to think about it. It just is the way that it is. It's not you trying to create something, it's you being, it's you being present. And as a result, what gets reflected back to you is that abundance of you know divine perfection that zoe talks about that we are completely surrounded by right we we are provided with the things that we need we just don't allow them in because of all the reasons that we're going to talk about this week yes and what i will say you guys is like it whatever it is that you're desiring in whatever area of your life that it might be follow that all the way down follow it as deep as you can go and i guarantee that the reason why perhaps you're desiring that thing that you desire, you can, you can draw it back to peace of mind, peace of mind and or love, because these are the ultimate luxuries of life and love. I mean like unconditional love from source, um, like whether it's family related or like partnership or just like feeling connection, ultimately connection, love in that space and peace of mind. And yeah. like what, what Lo is saying is that, like when you access this state of being, it doesn't even matter what the day looks like. You just feel so deeply connected to the divine. You feel so peaceful and ultimately happy. And that's what we're all striving for. And the ego often has its ideas and its constructs. And as we're going to deconstruct and release this week is like the ego has this idea that like when I get X certification, then I'm going to feel more confident when I, um, when I'm in a relationship, then I'm going to feel like I'm worthy of love. When I do this, when I do that, like these are all the, I, the ego's ideas of how it's going to feel those certain ways, right? Which is ultimately probably peace of mind or connected to the divine. And we're going to be showing you this over this week, how you can begin to just become even more aware of those voices, those constructs, actively release them to create the spaciousness for the divine to flow your heart's desires to you, for life to be easy, for you to ultimately feel more peaceful and more content with your day-to-day -day life because the truth is, is that everything is happening right now, right? Everything is happening right now and you are actually in the perfect place at the perfect time and this is going to be about a deepening of trust in that and in your experience of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what this looks like in different areas in terms of, you know, kind of the, we would just want to paint a picture for you guys. We have a lot of people in here that either have businesses or are starting businesses. And Zoe and I are obviously both entrepreneurs. Um, so we have a lot to say about this space of divine magnetism when it comes to creating financial abundance or creating freedom for yourself. Um, for me, it's, I describe it as this space of nothingness, which really just means I am not contradicting my desire. So it is intention plus openness plus nothingness, because this comes with a fundamental understanding and acceptance that what we are getting in all areas of our lives is a reflection of who we are being. So if we are being 
abundance, connection, joy in our businesses, we are getting that reflected back to us. Now, as a business coach, I can say that what I coach people through, you know, over almost anything else, and I'm also like a, a strategist, but that's usually not where the conversation is. What I'm coaching people through is their fear, is where they're being fear, they're being attachment, right? And so they're getting a reflection back to them that reflects that way of being the majority of the time. None of this is about perfection, but the majority of the time, if you want, say, abundance in business, what does that look like in terms of who it is that you're being? The majority of the time, if you are wanting uh, love in your relationships, connection in your relationships, but you're being fear, you're being someone with walls up, you're being someone, you know, that's attached to certain outcomes, perhaps you are, are again, being that fear, that's what you're going to get reflected back to you the majority of the time. And so this journey then becomes about accepting that while it is not as black and white as saying, oh, that person is 100% my mirror, because this isn't about blaming yourself for everything that comes into your life, because it is much more nuanced than that. It's about looking at where are the patterns. If I am consistently in, uh, in my business receiving less than what I want, where am I expecting or exuding a space of less than, right? And when I say who it is that you are being, and I'm, and I'm talking about being abundance, being love, those are not things for you to create. Those are things for you to allow for, right? I, I'm a huge fan of Abraham Hicks. They talk all the time about how the vortex will take you in. If you create this space of just allowing, then the cork rises. We just have to let go of it. So we don't need to create abundance or create love. We just have to identify and then do the work around releasing what is keeping us from that. And I can say from just a lot of experience, because I have spent time, my two key areas, I would say, were um, my business and romantic partnerships. And I have spent a lot of time in both of those areas being either love or being fear. And I can tell you that every single time, that's what was reflected back to me. And so now for me personally, what this looks like, and I know Zoe has, you know, her own version of it, but what this looks like is within my business, I want to get to a space of non-judgment because judgment is fear. I want to get to a space of uh, just openness, appreciation, accepting that things are as they're meant to be. It's the spaces in which we're we're judging, we're making stories of that we are not accessing a space of allowing that allows us to effortlessly move into abundance, move into joy, move into appreciation. We're coming from something. We're coming from judgment. We're coming from our fear of rejection. We're coming from our fear of abandonment. And then we're trying to manifest or receive on top of that. And it just doesn't work. So then we're like, okay, well, what's the opposite of rejection? I'm going to rewrite that into a belief that says, everybody is interested in what I have to offer. And then we wonder why that doesn't get us very far. But what if instead you're aware of the fact that you have a fear of rejection, but it is not the thing that you're allowing to run the show. In uh, I had a coaching call a little while ago with a client who was really in this frame of mind that she needed to believe fully that money was coming to her in order for it to be so. And she just couldn't get there. She had too much resistance around money. She didn't really believe that it was available to her in the amount that she needed or wanted. And I said, I never believed in like the big amounts of money that came to me before they came. They came and then I started to believe that they were available to me. What I did do was not make the contradiction or the that fear prevalent. I didn't give it a lot of 
a lot of my energy. I looked elsewhere. I looked at the things that were working. I believed that it was overall possible, but not necessarily coming my way right this second. Same thing in my relationship. That was an area I did so much work around because my way of being was predominantly one of fear. And then I went, ugh, I'm meeting all these men and they're emotionally unavailable. And, it's like, and I had to realize like, I was the one that was emotionally unavailable because I didn't feel safe in actually receiving what it was that I wanted. I didn't feel safe in being open in the way that I desired somebody else to be open with me. And so now within my relationship, I continuously do the work to get down just to a space of nothingness. If I'm triggered about something, the first thing that I do is look at why is this triggering me? And if I need to have a conversation with my partner, I'm going to do the work to come from nothing in my communication with him, right? I'm going to look at the trigger. I'm going to look at the spaces in which I'm grasping at safety or I'm being, I'm being, you know, something's bugging me from the past. Um, I'm going to do whatever work I need to, to just create this open space that he can then step into and communicate very effectively with me. And every single time it's an experience of love rather than like, we've never argued. We've never had any of that because of this energetic work, which he's also very good at himself. But it's the same thing in business, right? I would love to hear from you, Zoe. What does this look like in different areas of your life where you are outrageously open and divinely magnetic? Yeah, thanks for sharing all of that, Lo. There's two um, concepts that I feel like called to share just to reflect back on what you were what you were saying that I think will help people to also put that template onto their life. So what's beautiful is like Lo just reflecting to us about um, this aspect of relationships. I always think about this as like keeping keeping my side of the street clean, right? So in relationships, you're always like running along parallel with someone. Like even like Lo and I, we've got we've got a friendship. We've got we're business partners, right? We've been in this for years, and we mm-hmm. have such an incredible level of communication. And I feel like that is because like we've always been like self aware first. As in, mm-hmm. like, if something triggered me, I would go, like, do my own work about it, journal about it if I needed to, or, like, air it out with myself, and then come to low from that space, like she's saying, that's that space of nothingness. Like, I'm not expecting anything from low. I don't have an agenda from low. I can just be like, hey, like, this is actually what showed up for me, and I actually feel like um, I want it, it, There's, I need to express that. Like, that's a part of it. Because I think sometimes... Um, in relationships, like we can actually clear a lot of things on our own. If we're like aware of what that stuff is like, oh, I got triggered over that. Oh, there's that, there's the ego again coming in or there's the past trying to like make its way in. And like, you can sometimes just let those things go. And then sometimes there is a call for those conversations. And when you get to those places of being able to have the conversation from coming from that, from that nothingness, right that's when deeper levels of connection are formed and strengthening and, and trusting. And that's ultimately what all of us are, are desiring, right? In our relationships is deeper levels of love, connection, and trust. So those two things are um, keeping your side of the street clean, right? And whatever that is, even if it's your business, even if you're like, my business is reflecting some crazy shit back to me right now. Like I'm feeling abandoned. I'm feeling like in scarcity. I'm feeling all kinds of things. Okay. So how can you keep your side of the street clean, right? Because your business is separate from you. So how can you start to look into like, what's being reflected back to me? Why is that? Why do I believe that to be true? Where might that come from my past? Right. And then take Mm -hmm. action from that. You'll be, you'll be prompted. Like, 
um, I, I saw some questions come in about like, how do you know when, when to do something or not do something? Like when you clean up that space, when you clean up your side of the street, the actions will become extremely clear and you will know how to precisely take them, whether it is to have a conversation, whether it is to um, launch a course, like whether it is to um, call someone up for a collaboration, right? It will be very clear to you when you've cleaned up your vibe in that space. And then the other thing too, is this, this lens, which I've personally been practicing in my own reality for the past few weeks. And it's brought miracles into my life and it's expect nothing, appreciate everything. Ex not expect nothing as don't expect anything good to happen, but don't expect things from others. Don't expect things from the universe. Don't just like, don't expect, um, just like appreciate everything that comes your way is basically what I'm saying is like, get to that place of nothingness, get it, get to that place of not needing anything, right? Not needing anyone to show up a certain way, not needing the universe to show up a certain way, being so good and comfortable with you and your life in the present moment, exactly where you are right now, that anything and everything that crosses your path is a flipping miracle. Like, let me tell you the levels of like gratitude and appreciation and the, the miracles that I've welcomed into my life. And sometimes they're just small things. Like I'd be meditating with the, with the doors open and, and a dragonfly flew into me and I was like, this is so special. This is so special. Like, and then I'm up Googling up the, the spiritual meaning of like dragonflies, but it's like, I get to this space where I can feel such incredible deep levels of gratitude and appreciation because I wasn't expecting anything in the universe, just giving me miracles all the time. Like the, the fact that each of you woke up every single day is a miracle, right? And when you expect nothing and you get to that place where everything you start to see is a miracle and everything is so beautiful and you become even more comfortable than ever before with the roller coaster of life, right? And it's in its ways that the bridge of incidents is low and I like to refer it or like emotional emotions might flow through you. You become so okay with your life you become so at peace with the flow of your life and it's really a beautiful thing and mm -hmm. um and to answer your question though first after i move i'm going to move into sharing my kind of example of the body and my relationship with my with my body and that but is there anything that you want to reflect based on what i just um said uh no keep going it's it's good okay <laughs> yeah so when it comes to some of the relationship i have with my body i think this is such a beautiful um example to share also because I could I could share about relationships um more deeply or about business like Lo just shared but I think this would be even more complimentary to expand the awareness around here so in my past like I have had um just like like a big journey with my body there have been times where I am like trigger warning but there have been times where I'd struggled with disordered eating patterns or just unhealthy ways of being or a lot of shaming on my body a lot of self-judgment right there was a, there was a very long period of time where I was obsessed with the scale, where I was obsessed with how my body looked each day. I was just like so hyper-focused on like on the appearance, right? And what started to happen with my relationship with my body was that I just started to follow where I felt led in regards to education. So I started to um, get more interested in health and wellness. And then I ended up doing my um, major in university in sport health and physical education. So there was wellness classes, there was understanding physical activity, understanding how the body builds muscle, right? So it, it was a journey of like understanding that, but where I would say that um, 
I finally just like released um, the egoic ways of of thinking, the constructs, like everything that helped me, that everything that was keeping me sort of captive or resistance filled or judgmental of my body was when I started to move into a place of devotion, a place of devotion for my body, really actually just starting to become present and aware to the fact that, wow, my body unconditionally loves me. I don't even have to think about it. And my body's pumping blood. I don't even have to think about it. And my body's like breathing. My body's digesting food. Like, I'm like, wow, there's actually so much more here. That's of course all in my subconscious mind, but it's not conscious to me. And so I was like, wow, there's actually this whole loving energy that's occurring in my entire being right now that I've just, I've, I've chosen not to see due to like trauma and conditioning and whatnot of the past, but I haven't been able to choose the lens of love when it, when it comes to my body. And I can very clearly see that. And I started to shift into that lens of love instead of the lens of fear, right? Of I need to control my body. I need to go work out because I ate spaghetti last night. I need to go do this. I need to be on the elliptical for 60 minutes at least. Like there was such this need for control, right? And so I started to shift into this lens of like love versus fear. Fear and the way that like I operate when, um, when my body or my being is in a state of fear is like, what, what can I control? What can I manipulate? How can I like, how can I start to make up rules so that I decide that that means that I get to feel okay. And instead I started to just really focus on the love that was already and has always been there right? Like I said, the body's natural functions. And I started to just devote myself to loving this part of me, right? Understanding that there's actually so much more that's available to me if I get out of the way and I start listening to the body. When I started listening to the body, I understand, I started to understand more of the metaphysical anatomy of the body. As in, if something is manifesting, like um, for example, um, I think maybe each of us has, has experienced pimples or like acne, the, the metaphysical anatomy of that and the and the sort of the metaphysical anatomy, if I'm just going to um, simplify that, is basically how your body is essentially speaking or talking to you. So acne or pimples is like actually the result of um, self-resistance or even like self-hatred or ways in which you actually are not loving the self, right? So when you start to listen to the body, when you start to actually work with the body, be a co-creator and surrender to the knowledge and wisdom that's available universally is when you can start to welcome in and love more to the space where I'm now in my life. I, I don't exercise because I want my body to look a certain way. I exercise because I love the way that it makes me feel. And it's this act of devotion to my body. Like I'm so grateful for your body. I'm so grateful for everything that you do. And I know that you actually feel optimized when we do, when we get up and we walk, we do our 10,000 steps each morning and you feel amazing after we do Pilates, because I know that that strengthens the back and the core. And like, that's when I feel the most optimized. And what I will say is that the deeper that I've gone with my relationship with my body, it's like, I, I untap wisdom. Like, it's like the body is the subconscious mind, the mind or the subconscious mind is the body. And it's the more that I actually allow the body to just be as it is and appreciate it for everything that it is, I get results. Like for the first time in my life, 
I have abs. And let me tell you, when I was like on the elliptical 60 minutes, like starving myself in different ways, like I did not, I did not have the body that I had. Like, I feel like my body's better. And I'm not saying it's probably like an egoic place, but my body is healthier, stronger, fitter, like because I got out of the way and I just let the body do its thing. I let the body release. I let the trauma release. I let everything happen instead of trying to manipulate and control. Would you say, Zoe, now that that's an area where there's just a lot of, like you said, there's there's love and there's appreciation and there's devotion, but those aren't things you're really trying to choose. That's what's left over in the space of just non-judgment and nothingness that we've been speaking to. Exactly, exactly. It really is a space of, of um, yeah, of nothingness, of just being with what is. And the route there, I would say the route to like what I would call is like this freedom in the, in the body um, to simplify it was the path of devotion. Like I'm going to get out of the way and I'm going to choose love. I'm, I'm going to stop choosing fear, right? Like fearful thoughts would have cro- would cross my mind or even they occasionally still do because I'm human. It's almost like, oh, I really want to like eat this dessert. Like, do I need to be afraid about that? No, I tune in. Um, no, I don't need to be afraid about that. I just like release and let go and like move on and like live my life, right? And trust mm-hmm. the body, right? Trust the self, choose the lens of love. And it's like the way to, what I found is like the pathway to unconditional love is through devotion, devotion to what is devotion to the self devotion to the life path devotion to the journey does that make right sense? yeah absolutely and I wanted to um just speak a little bit more about what you'd said about expectation on others that we have or expectation on your body and actually before I dive into that because we're a bit over halfway through potentially today's um today's transmission just bring yourself back to the present. One thing I meant to say at the beginning was allow this training this week to be whatever it is meant to be. Because what we often do is we hear all these things and then we're like, great, okay, I'm going to go and do those things. I'm going to show up in these ways and I'm going to do the things that Lo and Zoe told me to do. Let it flow to and through you. Like practice being this space. And this is, the this training for Zoe and I is, we have done a lot of planning around it, but at the same time, like I haven't looked at my notes that we made once because we really set this intention for it to be channeled so that it could be whatever it is meant to be for you guys. So just bring yourself back. If you're just notice those thoughts, they're coming up being like, Oh my God, I got to write this down and remember it. And I need to go and do these things. And now I have this long list and like whatever the brain, that inner voice that is making those judgments, um, bring it back, right? Just release it. Just practice that state of like, what if you can't screw this up? What if whatever you need from this week's transmissions, whether it's one minute's worth or the whole of the seven days are really going to land for you? What if it like, you can't screw it up. There's nothing to get right here. There's nothing to file away in the perfect spot for later. It's just what is going to naturally sit with you where this is naturally going to take you. And we want you to start practicing that space of openness now. Right. And what that looks like is just noticing those thoughts that come up and not identifying with them. Right. Michael Singer's work is all about this. He says his awakening happened in one day. It's when he realized that he was not the thoughts in his head. He was the thinker of them. And he became the, the sort of overhead observer of the thoughts rather than the person that attaches meaning to them or follows them or becomes them. Right. So just notice what your brain wants to do right now in terms of where it might be taking you 
out of the present moment, which is totally fine. And just practice releasing that being like, I see you. I know you want to make sure you get everything that you're supposed to right now, but you can't screw this up. So just (laughs) let it land for you. However, it is meant to land for you in these days. So I also just wanted to talk briefly about, like I said, the expectation thing. Um, because we take that into our relationships with other people, into our businesses, especially where we are needing things in order to feel okay, in order to feel like things are working, in order to feel safe. Um, I think it was Manali that asked how what safe what role plays. Uh, sorry, what role safety plays within this, and we're going to be doing a whole day on that on day three. Um, but the ways in which we are needing something outside of ourselves to feel okay, that's where we are trying to control. That's where we're expecting other people to show up and provide us with something. That's where we're not coming from nothing. Because if you are, let's say, operating in your business and you're doing things, we're going to, again, have a whole day on action taking and what that looks like. Because obviously, like this this uh, training and this launch that Zoe and I are doing right now is from a, a space of just total openness. We're not trying to control it. That doesn't mean that we didn't take massive action and ob- like in order to obviously get here. <laughs> we have been for the last couple of weeks. It's been a lot of action, but it was taken in a very specific energy and with a very specific intention. And from that space, again, of openness, we do not expect you guys, you don't owe us anything by being here. We don't, we're not doing this for the pure sake of getting a result from, you know, from any of it, if we were taking that energy into what we were doing, there's no way we'd have all of you beautiful souls in here and engaging with this in the way that you are. This is an open, clean space. We are not here going, I don't want to feel rejected. So I hope people care. We're not here saying I want to feel uh, safe or sorry, I want to feel successful. So I hope people interact with my stuff, right? It's the parts of ourselves that are looking or needing something externally to feel okay, to feel like you're not going to be rejected, to feel accepted, to feel safe. That is then placing those expectations on other people, putting in your energy field, this sort of sticky energy, right? Zoe was talking about our communication because we have worked together now for four years. People ask me about my partnerships and business all the time. The one I have with Zoe is by far the biggest. Um, and honestly, that four years has been wonderful. But when I talk to people about their partnerships, they almost always fall apart in business. And that's because each party is bringing their stuff in and then making the other person wrong for it or whatever it is. Now, not all partnerships are obviously meant to be, but with Zoe and I, like I went to her something every single launch, we have like a conversation about something that needs to get resolved. And I went to her a week ago about something and I was very clear on where I needed to clean up my stuff so that I could come to her in pure communication with nothing. Same thing in business. If I'm putting a launch email out there, let's say, and it's from this space of what do I need to say so that people want to work with me? What do I need to say so that they want to buy? You know, how do I go about this so that I'm not judged, that I'm accepted, that I'm not rejected? That's a lot of sticky energy. That's a lot of expectation energy, which is another way of saying I need people to show up for me in a way that makes me feel okay. And the reality is, is that nobody can give you that. As soon as we get to a space where we don't need that, it's okay to desire that. This is not about letting go of desires. Of course, we want lots of you guys in here. Of course, we want to have successful businesses and beautiful relationships and client connections. But desire for desire's sake is a lot different than desire for okayness sake. And when I say okayness, I mean 
we're all just, you know, when we're trying to manifest and we're doing it from a place of, I just need this so that I can feel okay. I just need this so that I can feel safe and secure, or I can feel like I'm on track in my life, or I can feel like it wasn't a massive mistake to leave my last relationship or start this business or whatever. That is not desire for desire's sake. It has a lot of resistant energies within it. And they're like, how come this doesn't work? Or if I do manifest something, it's not consistent. It's because we were creating and intending and desiring on top of a lot of inner lack. And so those sources of where we have expectations for other people, because it's not like this doesn't come up for Zoe and I, it a thousand percent does. There's ways in which I get triggered all the time. I just have this awareness and I go through my process and then I clean up my side of the street, as Zoe said, and then I go ahead and I take the action or I communicate whatever it is. And from that space, I've only ever had really just beautiful resolution oriented conversations with people in my life because I'm the space of nothing. They can step into that space. They don't feel like I'm blaming them for something. They don't feel like I'm projecting my own stuff onto them. There's no defensive energy because it's purely coming from nothing, which is the same thing as coming from love. Yes. And Lisa had asked, like, is that essentially, is the space of nothingness unconditional love? And and yes, because it's the absence of all the fear, right? And yes. we can only ever come from love or fear. When we draw it all the way back, it's either love or it's fear. And coming from that space of nothingness is is needing nothing from anyone else, needing nothing from the universe, right? Being being totally okay with where you're at and like Lo was speaking into like business conversations or, or even just like, let's say what might be perceived as more challenging conversations to have um, because they're like, they're, they're riskier. Like, I don't know if that's like even the right word for it, but it's more of like, um, you know, we're not having a conversation about like what we're, what we're up to today. We're having a conversation about realness, like realness that's existing like within us or like sticky energy and stuff like that. When, when we're coming from that place of nothingness, it's not needing the other person to respond in a certain way. It's just simply saying like, this is what's, this is what's actually here for me. And this is how it occurred or was reflected and having these really high level conversations where you can, you can then allow yourself to be seen and heard for exactly who you are, where you are. And in that way, you can actually receive unconditional love. Like you're actually coming from the space of pure, of unconditional love, right? Of nothingness, not needing anything. And then you are actually able to receive that, receive even, even better of like perhaps even a response that the ego could have even created, right? Or, or um, not just in a conversation, but like if you're coming from that nothingness, you receive the miracles, you receive better than you could ever possibly imagine because you're actually in a space then to be able to receive unconditional love. And when you start to open yourself up to the ability to receive that, you create space for even more of that. You become even more familiar of what that feels like, what that looks like in relationships, in the relationship you might have with your business and the relationship you might have with your family and the relationship you might have with your body, right? When you start to like really open up that space and clean up that space, you allow for even more of it, more trust, more deepening. And when you know what that feels like, you essentially raise the bar in every level of your life because you just cannot attract things that are less than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we want to know for you, from you guys, if you feel entitled to share, we would love this. What does this look like? And more importantly, what does this feel like for you to live in or operate within this space or this state of openness and maybe describe a certain um, 
a certain area of your life, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's your business, maybe it's with your body, what does it feel like for you to be free from the judgments, the shoulds, the must-dos, the um, you know, areas of attachment? Because whenever I coach a client through this where I say like, what if you just start to allow it to be what it wants to be? Or what if you start to just allow it without needing to try and control? I always get the same response, which is like, oh, that feels really good. <laughs> like that just feels like this immediate release in resistance. And um, I recorded a uh, like six minute meditation for you guys. That's all about releasing and opening. And it is pinned in the top of uh, the group. So you can listen to it there. You can also download it if you want. Uh, it's also in the email that was sent out earlier. Um, but that's going to help to just have you embody more of that openness. I kept it really short and simple for you guys, but also just tell us in an area of your life, because what, what we hear from people over and over is how tired they are. And I know that for Zoe and I, that's, there's been this space for the two of us or this mindset for the two of us over the last two years, kind of on and off where it's like, I'm tired. I don't want to try and force anything anymore. Like I don't have the energy to show up the way that I used to, or the way that I used to endeavor to at the very least. Like as soon as there is trying energy for me around mindset, I can't do it. Like I'm, I just don't have the wherewithal anymore. What I want is total peace of mind. What I want is presence. What I want is just to like fully enjoy this life as it unfolds and of course be supported with all the beautiful manifestations of whatever it is that's going to best support that and at no point are we asking you to release your soul's desires of course I'm always going to want freedom and love and abundance and all these beautiful things um, but I want them because they're going to support the present, not because I used to have a lot of desires from a space of ego, from a space of wanting to prove something about myself. I didn't really know that at the time. Now it's like, I desire these things from a space of just like, if there's one value that I have in terms of mindset, it would be peace of mind. And I've actually said that for years. I just want to feel really free, right? And that's what we're talking about. So what does it feel like to be free within your business? What does it feel like to be unattached within your relationships or within um, your health journey, right? Um, and I know that this is something that's really resonated with you as well, Zoe. I don't know how you might describe it differently than I do, just in terms of that transition that you have also felt for yourself, where it's like, I just really want to have things be easy and flowy and free. Yeah. I mean, I think like when it comes to the exhaustion, one thing I can kind of reflect to you, I think we've all, we've all kind of can recognize where, where if working, if being hard on ourselves worked, it would have worked by now. Right. So those areas of your life where you're putting pressure on yourself to perform a certain way, be a certain way, have a certain level of achievement, X, Y, Z, like it's not working for you because of how much you are in your way right? And being hard on yourself, again, coming from fear versus coming from love. And that's exhausting. That is exhausting because that's, that's a whole lot of mental energy that's being consumed and used, like making the self wrong, creating rules, constructs, blah, blah, blah. Like it just gets, honestly, it makes me dizzy. Like when I think about <laughs> certain areas of my life where I have been or was like operating in that space, I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like, thank goodness I have let that go now, which we're going to be like 
showing you guys um, the way, teaching you everything that we've learned um, over this next week. But it's like liberation is on the other side of this release of really looking at like, where in my life am I exhausted? Okay, how, like just getting real and curious, right? Because when we're in curiosity, we're not in judgment. So we're going to get out of judgment. We're going to be curious. Why am I doing that to myself? Why am I so afraid in this area of my life? Why am I not getting the results that I'm desiring to get? Like just starting to open up and be curious. ABC, always be curious versus judgment. Because when we're in curiosity, we're beginning to open up. And then in that space is when we can actually bring ourselves to the surrender and the release of the constructs of programming the things in the way that are inhibiting us from, from having that that peacefulness that mm-hmm. coming from that state of nothingness, being in that space of supreme allowing. Yeah, which is really the state of ease, right? And even if if like, cause and the title sort of today or the topic was why openness trumps belief. And to me, it's like, if belief is there, great. If it's natural to me, great, because say it's in an area of my life where I just naturally have that belief that it's going to happen. But if it's not there personally, I don't know how to cultivate it or just like decide to have it. And as soon as I'm like, okay, I need to believe that, you know, I'm going to have this much money or this big of a launch or like whatever, I'm going to, I'm going to believe fully that I already am where I desire to be, which I will tell you, I suck at doing. I cannot do this thing where it's like, just live in the end, just pretend that it's already done. I don't know how to do that. I've never known how to do that. To me, that is trying energy no matter what. So either I am in a natural state of belief about something that allows it to manifest, which is like maybe 3% of the time on 3% of the topics, the things that I desire, or I'm doing the work to just get open, to just get to a state of nothingness. And for those of you who have been consciously creating for however long and have manifested beautiful things into your life, I want you to look for the pattern. Was it that it manifested because you were in full-fledged belief all the time? Or did it manifest because you were sort of light about it, maybe unattached, you were just open to how it wanted to go? Maybe you were in a state of belief, but the manifestation itself came after you kind of like either let go or just like distracted yourself and weren't even really thinking about it. I've always said I make way more money when I'm not physically working like outside of my work hours, because I'm not actually thinking about the thing. I'm creating a space for whatever I want to come in. Right. I'm not sitting there being like, yes, I already have thousands of dollars right now. And oh my gosh, look, there it is. (laughs) That like almost never happens to me. It's like I showed up, I put in the, you know, whatever I needed to do today I'm creating this space of ease and openness and natural, naturally occurring and authentic abundance. And then I'm just like living my life and whatever it is that I've been desiring comes in, in the way that it's meant to and when it's meant to, but we just spend so much time being like, well, it's not here yet. So I need to do something differently. Or I'm not in the right mindset, obviously, or I don't believe enough, or I obviously have blocks. And it's like, no, you're, you're thinking about it too much. (laughs) That's mostly what it is. And so this week, each day, we're going to go through, again, what those areas of overthinking are, why they're, what they're caused by, what this work actually looks like. Cause we're not here to just be like, okay, now just be open. We actually want you guys to create this state of being this, this openness within you, within your mind and your body. And that's about understanding the sources of it. And this is the journey that Zoe and I have both been on, um, that is allowing us to, you know, give these trainings and these transmissions. Is there anything I said there that you wanted to add to? Yeah, no, everything you said was amazing. I just feel called to add like a next little bit here of a piece on health, right? So um, I think we've all kind of been in that place where we found ourselves feeling under the weather. 
and we're just focusing on like, oh my gosh, this headache. It's like so big. It's here. And it's like focusing on it doesn't make it go away. It actually kind of makes it even more intense in ways. Mm -hmm. And what I found in the journey of like well-being in my body is it was stop, like stop the focus on everything that's like not feeling good. And again, coming from that lens of love and following that pathway because when I can say this journey of like it's it's always going to be a journey but be patient with that journey be present with that journey and everything that everything that you need right in order to make the transformation that you're desiring to make it will come into your path it will be there in the in the now it will start to drop itself in and when I was like struggling um a couple years ago specifically, like when I first got to Bali, I really had to address burnout in my system that resulted in like weird things manifesting, like my hair falling out and stuff that was like really freaking me out. Um, And then also my scoliosis, like I never actually thought that my spine could be straight. In fact, like so many doctors and practitioners every year of my life when I would have to go see people said like, you're unfixable, like you're deformed, your bones are like deformed. And I've literally received medical miracles. And that was because I opened myself up to the possibility that if I just start to nurture and love the body, again, come from that space of love, start being health and wellness versus like trying to make it happen. Like, okay, what's, what is the, what is the, the supplements I need to take? And what is the things I need to do? What is the, what are all the rules that I need to make? And like certain things will come into your life. Like somebody will recommend like, you know, whether it's a supplement or something like that. And you'll be like, oh, okay, like that's actually being aligned. And it will be an effortless ease in going in the journey. And it wouldn't have, it will not be anything that you ever had to effort in order to receive. It will just be like, it was so clear. It resonated so much. And you'll find yourself just becoming that, that version of you who has that, whether it's having the health that you desire to have, having the vibrancy right? All of that will just be a byproduct of you focusing on and viewing those areas of your life and moving into more of a space of presence and unconditional love for everything versus the fear. Yeah. And, um, just kind of on that Deepa had said, aligning with your desires is also necessary, I think. And yes, space for it will come from, but first aligning and being open. So we are, I think that we're saying the same thing, Deepa, because, when we are open, that alignment comes because you've set the intention for it, right? You've, the universe knows what it is that you want. And this, this should be a part of it. Maybe that's understood that we should, we should um, just mention here, which is you've been setting intentions throughout your whole life. We don't need to continuously ask for and remind the universe of what it is that we want. It's been asked for. It's been, that intention has been set. When we truly become a space of openness, the belief or the alignment or whatever it is that is needed comes to and through us on our behalf. And of course, we're guided to take certain actions or read certain books or whatever it is. And again, we're going to go into that part. But the openness part allows for the alignment. The openness part allows for a state of presence and joy and abundance, which is the energy essence of our desires anyways, right? Um, I just want to, because I want to be mindful of time here, and thank you guys so much for staying here with us. We'll go through, um, just in case there was any questions that we missed, but we wanted to just very briefly mention something here that we're going to be talking about more this week, and we highly recommend that you guys 
you know, make time in whatever way that you can for the trainings this week, because we're going to be really diving deep. Like this is the truly liberating work that Zoe and I had to kind of stumble around in the dark for for a long time to find and to bring awareness to so that we could each create. So there's a little bit of sound on your end, or maybe it's someone's mic. Just make sure you guys are muted for us if you can. Um, oh yeah, Laura, I'm just going to mute you. Okay, cool. I should have mentioned that at the beginning. Sorry. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was I saying about that? So make sure that you make time for the trainings this week, because we're really going to be going deep into helping you or allowing you to access that state of effortless ease, openness, relaxed receptivity. Um, and this is obviously something that we are developing an offer around that or have developed an offer around that we're really, really excited about. We are launching the first ever low and Zoe mastermind <laughs> and this is a six month journey into a state of just total ease, allowing openness, and it is called divinity. And we won't go into too much detail about it today. I will drop the link for you guys. And so maybe you can say something about it um, because there'll be lots of opportunity just to reference it and talk about um, the work that we're going to be doing inside, but it's essentially just a mass undoing in order to reach a supreme level of allowing it's an undoing of everything you think that you are it's an undoing of old patterns it's an undoing of certain attachment styles it's an undoing of the ways in which we each grasp at or need to control things in our lives in order to feel safe and we're really really excited about sharing this with you guys for those of you who you know are really ready for this journey and to access a state of just effortless ease and abundance that not only lets in your desires but lets in more than what you want has you ultimately surrender to a bigger plan for you if that's what's meant it's just this ultimate space of trust yeah. Oh, perfect. Oh, absolutely perfect. I mean, if I can add anything, um, it's this quote that I love that, I mean, I love mastermind containers, group containers and, and programs because I mean, and those of you who may be like QC squared alum or have been a part of our other programs, you know, that there's such a momentum that occurs an acceleration that occurs because the whole is greater than the sum of its parts as in we're all each other's mirrors. And it's like when the popcorn pops or the epiphany happens to one person and there's a share, it starts to just create that chain reaction in everyone else. So if you're really looking for this transformation, if the content that we do share this week is resonating for you and it's calling to you, um, there's no better place to be than in community to do this work. And I can say for myself, like, I couldn't have come to this level of understanding if I did not have this support um, of connection in this, like, I mean, specifically low because she's like my best friend and business partner. And we've consistently been reflecting this work that we've been doing over the past few years, um, to each other. And it's kind of like all, it's kind of all made sense now. It's like, okay, well now I understand why we had to go through all this darkness. Cause like we've really tapped in and understood something big here. Um, but there's something so powerful about having the mirror, right? Having, others to reflect and share and just deepen and strengthen together and move through such an incredible journey um, in love together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to just, um, if you guys need to hop off, that's really cool. We'll just go through and see if we missed any questions. There are some really great comments in here. Um, your call to action or your homework is to listen to the guided meditation that I put in. You can also listen to the one that Zoe popped in a, about a week ago, but the one this morning is specifically for 
what we talked about today and just creating that state of openness. And the other thing that I would assign to you guys, quote unquote, <laughs> is just getting into the habit over the next, you know, 24 hours before our next transmission, our next training of watching what, what, what wants to come up, watching the judgments, watching the shoulds or the stories and just acknowledging them instead of deciding that they are true or just like, what if instead a, a prompt that I use all the time for myself is who would I be without that thought? Right. If I'm like, Oh my gosh, what if I didn't say the right things in the training today, which is not a belief I ever have personally, because I just really trust the channel, but, but, um, but if that would have come up previously, I would just think, well, who would I be without that thought? Right. What if I don't have time to, um, I don't know, show up in my business the way that I was supposed to today. Well, who would I be without that thought, right? Letting go of the thoughts and the judgments and just practicing this state of openness, of okayness, deciding that things as they are, are perfect. And what that allows us to do is not grasp onto things. You know, the, the metaphor I often use is we are all flowing down this river towards what it is that we want. And we just need to tuck our hands in, but instead we're like grasping at the branches on the side of the bank. And we're like, well, this over here, I need to fix that branch. It's like hanging out too low. And like this one over here, isn't what it's supposed to look like at all. It's like, no, stop grabbing the branches <laughs> and practice that instead. So listen to the meditation. You guys can listen to it every day for, you know, the, the um, entirety of our time together and be gone if you want. And, uh, yeah, next or tomorrow, we're going to be going into the number one source of resistance. And it'll echo a few of the things that we said today. Um, but it's really going to be a real source of freedom for you guys in terms of releasing attachment to things, understanding why we get attached to outcomes, why we get attached to the need to control. Um, are you okay? So if I just go through any of these questions that I think or like comments that I think? Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, some of these we already answered as we were going. Uh, okay, so I got to get into this and get out of my own way for once in my life. So I'm committing to showing up in here daily at some point and trusting the process. Yeah, that's exactly where we want to help you get. Um, this week, I got the insight from my ancestors that my fear of is success and I went well. Um, okay, that Courtney. Um, okay. I feel like it's such a delicate balance to intending and dreaming for new goals, which I love and being fully happy in the present moment without any conditions. I think we're going to really help you, Aliza, to figure out what that balance is, because again, this is not to, none of this is to say you don't get to have your desires or that we're trying to talk you out of them or that you should only care about the present moment. This is to say like you are both a powerful creator and someone who exists now in the present and your, your access to that power is actually from the present moment. So if I can set an intention and, you know, visualize it, feel into it because it feels good. And that's a very clean intention. It's not one that's from ego or needing to prove or trying to control circumstances so that I can feel okay or like I'm enough or whatever. Um, and I can get really just in love, fall really in love with the present moment, get down to that space of non-judgment of nothingness, then that desire just gets to flow right in because there's nothing in the way of it being able to do that. Right. Um, so you get to have both. In fact, one really works well with the other. <laughs> um, yeah. And if I can add anything, yeah, please. So go like, ahead. Like balance itself is just an idea. And I think it's actually quite a limiting idea because it kind of mm. implies that every area of our life needs to, like if we imagine it all as scales, like when we think about sort of the symbolism of balance, 
all scales need to be equal when in fact there are going to be certain moments in time where your focus needs to be on certain areas of your life because life comes in seasons and is change is the only constant you're never actually ever going to be able to be equally in all places at once unless you actually are in fact in the present moment because you're just Mm -hmm. being exactly where you're supposed to be so I challenge you to um, perhaps even just like let go of the idea that there needs to be balance when in fact um, perhaps a better word to integrate or explore might be harmonization the harmonization of your life or like the harmonization of your energy and just trusting that whatever you actually feel called to do is of the highest good is the highest importance is the only place that you need to be and you do not need to be other areas um all at once right like um on yeah. as low has mentioned before sort of this analogy of like all balancing all the spinning plates you don't actually need to be doing that you actually just need to be here now in the space of being present with your life right cleaning up any ideas that you're not actually doing um, exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I also find that if I'm in a space of nothingness and, and non-judgment, then it, it's like I, there's natural balance. I don't have to try to create it. Right. I don't have to overthink what does it look like to be balanced. And this is speaking to it. So it's about just the harmonization of it all. Um, but it's like, I'm just naturally inspired into desires and it's for the pure sake of joy. It's like, I feel so good right now. Of course I have desires of what else is possible, but it's not from, I'm, it's not from a space of I'm not okay right now for whatever reason. And in order to be okay, I need these things over here. So I'm going to manifest my desires. Right. And that can work. People obviously do manifest from that space all the time, but it's hard and it's efforting and it's usually unsustainable because we create these conditions. And um, Elisa also said, would you say coming from nothingness is the idea of being unconditional? So they're, they're very much connected, Elisa. Like, yes, there's not, there's not conditions that you have to meet or shoulds that you, that you're telling yourself you need to do. Um, what we're really going to look at this week is the source of the conditions that we place or the sources of our condition. So if we have a condition in business that we have to post every single day on Instagram or else people aren't going to see our stuff or want to work with us, what is the source of that condition? Why do we believe that to be true? And it could potentially be something that, um, maybe we inherited from someone, someone else, or we've seen that messaging around, but usually it's something deeper than that. Usually it's like, I have to take this action to be worthy of the money that I want. If I'm not productive enough, if I don't do at least five hours a day marketing myself, I'm not going to let myself actually believe that I can have what I want, right? It takes quite the transformation. And that's why we're doing a whole six month intensive coaching program. It's quite the transformation to accept that you just as you are, are inherently worthy, right? You don't need to do, you don't need to put on new mindsets and try and become someone that you're not and believe things that you don't in order to be worthy of all the beautiful abundance that life has to offer. So usually there's things underneath that, right? I used to, my biggest condition that I had was an energetic one. I cannot receive in my business unless I am in a certain mindset, which was another way of saying, a backwards way of saying, of course, I didn't recognize it this way, a backwards way of saying, Lauren, just being Lauren in all energies, in any state of mind, isn't good enough or isn't worthy of what it is that she wants, isn't desirable to other people. People desire me in 
XYZ energy, right? Someone in here had talked about um, just a state of authenticity. This space of nothingness that we're talking about is the most authentic space that there is in my opinion anyways because it's it's just you it's just your being it's not you with certain thoughts it's not you with certain energies it's just you and so getting to a space where we accept that that is so much more than enough is where this deeper work comes in and we of course are going to be really diving into it this week but it's going to be very integrated work that we guide you through inside of the mastermind which is called divinity by the way i don't know if i said that <laughs> there's anything you want to add there so another one um from Deepa here that's aligning with your desires is also necessary, I think. And yes, space for it to come, but first aligning and being open to your desires. What I want to say again is like, it's like the idea that you actually need to do, right? Because if we think about where um, intention comes from or prayer comes from, it comes from heart space energy, which is the most magnetic energy. Is that actually like scientifically proven? You can look into like HeartMath Institute and things like that if you desire to. And we're also going to be diving deeper into this. But again, so it's, it's, it's not necessary for you to wake up every day and script and say, universe, this is what I want. I need the universe knows better than you itself. You are the universe. You are the universe expressing and understanding itself. So you don't actually need to be expressing, stating consistently like doing in order then to believe that you are able to receive your being is enough. Again, your worth is by birth. You are innately worthy. You have a path here right it's like the universe will flow to you everything that your heart desires in fact it knows your heart better than you know yourself right so I encourage you like if, if there's sort of um a struggle in in understanding like uh, I need to vocalize or I need to express more I need to do more I need to state more um like go a bit inwards in that like why do I feel like I need to still effort or express in order to receive right because what what we're doing especially in this next six month journey is deconditioning you from from thinking that you need to be or do or effort or exhaust yourself in any way to have that of which you desire the universe knows the universe innately knows you are here for your desires your desires would not be on your heart if they were not meant for you they were literally planted there by god source universe because you were meant to walk them out and you bring you be, being aware of what's on your heart already means that it's happening for you before you ask it has been given unto you so you don't even need to ask because it's already been given if you're aware of your heart's desire Mic drop. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that that was perfect. So, and uh, we are going to be active in the group. So ask your questions, you know, let us know your reflections, get coaching, all the things we're here to serve you guys and to help you really access this space that we are speaking of over these next seven days, six months. If you have questions about the mastermind, you can reach out. We have some really big um, bonuses in the next week that are available to those that sign up. Uh, before the next seven days are up. So uh, yeah, all of that is on the sales page for you guys. We'll be talking more about it. And tomorrow we're going to be diving into, in my opinion, what's one of like the number one ways in which we get attached to our desires. And we have a really hard time getting down to this, this space of open receptivity and, and letting go and relaxing into that space of receiving. So yeah, thank you guys for joining us today. Yes, love you guys. Thank you so much. And, See you tomorrow. Uh, See you tomorrow. 
Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. Until next time, stay abundant.